This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Hello and welcome to this, the 13th or maybe even 14th episode of Finn with the Fanby Podcast. <laughs> I am your host for this current week, uh, Nicholas Grayson. Did forget my name there for a second, um, but I'm fucking flying right now. So we've got uh, Merritt also here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm here. Sorry, I heard right as you started talking, I heard a dial tone and I couldn't tell if it were was in my ear or outside or in my apartment or something. Oh. And I was like, what? Who is calling me? Wait, but what? Who am I calling? Um, I got very thrown up. I think someone's counter hacking me on this Damn. podcast. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, uh, someone someone cyberpunk counter hacking me. Well, the leader of the counter hackers is Jordan Mallory, who's also yeah. here. That's Damn. me. They they call me Cyber Wiz. I'm here. Oh, to, Cyber Wiz, huh? I'm here Cyber to, Wiz. To Did you hack. pick that one? Did, did you, you pick don't, a... You don't pick your own nicknames. You know, people people give you here down down here at the Hacker Club. Mm-hmm. Me and all my friends are wearing uh, pleather blazers uh-huh. and mm-hmm. suspenders with no shirts. Uh, you no. can see everybody's nipples oh. and. Good. Uh, is that all, because we're all excited cows are about, extinct in cyberpunk world? That is, oh. yeah, cows, they don't make cows anymore, um, oh. but we still have milk. Not cyberpunk uh, enough. They took them out. See, Where does the yeah, milk the, come from? Yep. The, the milk comes from, we grow just the udders now. That's one oh, of the worst things that. I've <laughs> I ever heard. Oh. Um, and a huge uh, opponent. Just the most vocal anti utter growth person in the United States of America, Danielle Rianda. That's me. There's too many udders, not enough uh, fluff and nutters. Oh, that's, that's what good. I say. That's no. really good. I'd vote for you. That's good. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. I haven't had a fluff or nutter in so long. I don't They're think I ever good. have. They're, They're good. Really good. I, don't think I, I didn't even learn is. about marshmallow fluff until I was like in my twenties. Like mm. no one told me about it when oh, I was growing no. up. A fluff. I feel like our, our educational system was like very lacking. <laughs> a fluffer nutter Jordan is a marshmallow fluff, but crucially it has to be fluff brand marshmallow fluff. It can't be right. Like Otherwise you are puff. in breach of copyright. Yeah, you, it, yep. you, like it's a whole thing. And you will be shot. Yeah. On oh, white this, bread. Oh, this is a sandwich. It's a yes. sandwich. Well, yes. sandwich. In the loosest sense, it's in, it's a, it's in a the candy way candy sandwich. Yeah, yes, correct. Yes. In the way that, like, if you put two things in between bread, like it becomes a sandwich, or you put a thing in between two pieces of bread, it becomes a sandwich. Yeah, the, the way that Lucky Charms is technically cereal. Yes. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lucky Charms is cereal. What do you? What is the intended use case of marshmallow fluff? When would you fluff use that? It's really of, those, good on ice cream. Okay. Really good on ice cream. Uh, clinical, okay. clinical depression. 
works on oh, that too. That's what I. Yeah. That's what I did. It worked just pretty well. I guess it didn't that. really work. Um, yeah, I just used to go. The a fun story is that um, the on Hofstra's campus there was like a Seven Eleven style thing called Dutch Treats that was Ooh. only there because the area that the campus was around was not safe enough to really kind of hang out out like around the campus at night. Uh, and too many, this is true, too many kids got robbed or like attacked or assaulted at the 7-Eleven that was in their neighborhood. So they had to build oh. a new 7-Eleven on the campus. Oh. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, they used to sell Fluffer Nutter, uh, like jars of it for 10 space bucks, which was like wow. the, the monetary unit that could only be used on campus. And I bought like one every two weeks just because I ate it oh, a bunch. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was, I was raised really on fluffernutters. Wait, what is yeah. what you said it is called Dutch treats? Yeah, because Hofstra's whole thing is that it's like it's a Dutch like colony. There's like tulips all over oh. the place. It's weird. See, you know, okay, because Dutch Long treats, fluffernutters, all of these sound like really depraved sexual acts that you yeah. found the definitions <laughs> to yeah. on Urban Dictionary that were written by like a 13-year-old boy who'd like never had sex or like yeah. heard of it. But he's like, oh yeah, a Dutch treat is when you like fucking <laughs> <laughs> No, what is a Dutch off, treat, man? Then, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't I can't legally say what a Dutch treat is oh, on this wow. podcast. They'll You'll be in breach yeah. of many things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of decency. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Ver- verbal it's, exposure laws. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't. You can't just say what a Dutch treat is on a podcast, much like you can't just take it out on a Zoom call. Topical yeah. humor. Topical oh. humor. That's really Topical funny. Topical humor. Um, we're here this week uh, for the first time to talk about video games. Um, and the video games that we played over the course of the last seven days since we last the spoke games that to we you. crave. Yeah, the things that, that we love. The Dutch treats we have the, indulged exactly. in in our video oh. entertainment systems. <laughs> exactly. No, we just went over this. We can't. We can't do that. Just like they can't show in Hades when Zagreus and Meg do sex, they but do that does sex, happen. But there's a whip sound effect. You want to talk about that, There is that, a whip Merit? sound effect. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to talk about it much just because that's all I've been talking about, but I have about... I think nine achievements left in Hades. I'm on my way to 100%ing it. I've been working on all the relationship stuff, and there is a scene where Meg and Zag do do that nasty thing. Yeah. And um, it's basically her just being like, Zag, come here. And he's just like, oh, all right, Meg, I'm jolly good. Um, and then you just, it, the, the screen fades to black, and you just hear like whipping noises and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's very, so, it's grim, actually. It's pretty grim. It's grim stuff, folks. And um, you can send all complaints to Greg Kasavin at supergiantgames.com. Uh, and, uh, or just talk to Hypnos because that is Greg. Yeah. Going. Right. Well, hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, Zagreus. Looks like you got your ass whipped pretty bad by Meg. Hey, Was it good? <laughs> Enjoy that. Um, the denizens of the underworld did not consent to see that. Boy. Wow, that's fucked up. Yeah, do you think oh, the damn. do you think the narrator was watching? Do you, God, uh, it would have been yeah, so good if, like, when yes. you walked out of the room, the narrator was like, <laughs> "Nice, got laid," <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> or if, like, or if a thing came up on the screen, like when you feed the dog. Mm, yes, <sighs> that would have been that would have been yeah, good. that would have been good. 
Uh, it's a anyway, good video we game. don't. Uh, yeah, we don't have to talk about it anymore. I th- well, let's do a let's do a spoiler cast because we haven't done yeah. one of those yet, and um, we can just talk about it because you've rolled credits now. I've also rolled I credits. Believe Stephen has rolled credits. I'm almost done the epilogue, and we can put all of our Hades talk into that, and we could talk about other things. Yeah. Today. Um, can you tell me about the car Mario? Yeah. Does? So Mario's got a new car, and it's got four wheels. Um, hard okay. plastic, like you want on a kind car. of a non-traditional number for yeah. a car, but uh, hard plastic, super round. Like the, these, <laughs> honestly, are the roundest wheels I've ever seen in a video game. Um, and that's because they're not video game wheels; they're real life wheels because they created a real life what? RC car uh, for Mario. Uh, oh, Mario's car, car, but yeah. you spell it with a K. It's spelled with a K. Uh, okay. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit is the video game I'm talking about this week. Um, because I bought three copies somehow. No. I don't know how. Wait, I don't. Okay. What? Crucially, I don't have them anymore. Um, but I had three copies. Here's what happened. Oh, okay. uh, I saw the link that was posted by one Wario 64 on Twitter. And then I was like, oh, Good guy. I yeah, should, good I should grab this. So I grabbed it. And then the order didn't complete from Target. Mm. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, I want to write about it for the site. So I guess I have to like order a different one. And mm-hmm. then I got one from GameStop and then that one didn't confirm. And then Target opened up again. And instead of like waiting for them to ship it to me, I just had them like pluck it from the shelf at the store and I went to go pick it up. But then oh. uh, they all came. So, if, so <laughs> yesterday I had three copies of mm. Mario Kart Live. So after um, you put these orders in, did you not check like your bank statement or? Well, no, because they didn't. They didn't charge them until they shipped, wow. and they shipped on uh, mm-hmm. Saturday. Weird. So, and this was on Friday. The and lesson, folks, is uh, just whatever. don't buy things. Don't buy things. It's <laughs> way better. Like um, when the Wii came out. Oh yeah. And um, I was trying to get one on eBay, and I accidentally won two auctions. Hell yeah! So I had to, I had to renege on the other one, uh. <laughs> and I had to just be like, I'm so I was like cry typing, like I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. I just wanted to get my wee sports. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, it's an augmented reality Mario Kart game. The car, the cars have cameras on them. Um, and there are cardboard gates that are like a lot like Labo. Um, in fact, they're exactly, it's the same quality of cardboard and the same like hinge like it, properties. It's the exact same as Labo, which is like kind of interesting because it means that like someone at Nintendo like looked at what they did with Labo and they were like, there's actually something else we can do. And conceptually, it's really cool. And I said this in the review that I wrote that you can read on the website, fanbyte.com. Um, but like, it Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, in addition to being named the the worst named Mario Kart game, it's terrible. Um, it's just terrible. Is is the best idea Nintendo's had in a minute? Like from from a from a potential perspective, um, but they are let. It's let down by the fact that it only costs a hundred dollars because it's like a toy for children. So the biggest issue that I ran into was that uh, you're supposed to be able to create, or you can, you can create your own course uh, in your home uh, with each of the four gates. You have to travel through each of the four gates uh, in order to create the course. 
and the car connects your switch via like wireless communications. And I was under the impression that it was going to connect to the switch, which was then connected to Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. That is not the case. It okay. uses whatever protocol you use when you like play Pokemon with your friend in front of you. It's like the oh, it, local communication on the switch. The ad hoc thing? Yeah. So oh. basically once it loses line of sight, it oh, completely God. goes to shit. So So you have to follow the car around? That's you're not supposed to, but like in order to get like the wilder or like the longer courses, you would absolutely have to. So basically oh. the way our living room, the way our house our apartment is set up is that our living room and our kitchen share a wall and you can access the kitchen from both the left and the right sides of the living room. So the course that we created had two gates in the living room and then one gate at one door in the kitchen or to the kitchen and then the other gate at the other door of the kitchen. So you would basically have to drive through the living room into the kitchen, out of the kitchen and back into the living room. But every time we would make the turn to come into the kitchen, we would lose signal on the like on the video feed from the car. And when you lose signal, because it's so, because the camera is already so low res and the connection is already so precarious, once you lose signal, it either freezes and the car is still moving because the, the, the like, (laughs) the, the, the signal is still going to make the car go, but you're just not getting video feedback. So the car is still moving and then it will catch up and looks like a, like you're fast forwarding a VHS and then you're just like in the wall or like in the trash, like you've collided with the trash can. Um, <laughs> so then like I would have to stand up or Katie would have to stand up and like adjust the car and then put the car back on the track and then like guide it out of the kitchen back into the hallway and then like repeat it again. You're not really gonna get a course bigger than like it can't, be in multiple rooms basically it has to be in the same room and you have to be able to see the cart at all times in order for Uh, it to work so it sounds like what you've bought is a Roomba that doesn't (laughs) clean your floor that is exactly correct yes Uh, the dog hates it um, and you can drift which is kind of interesting the the items do kind of work in interesting ways in that like if you get hit with a shell the cart stops um, and the if real you like stops. the real one stops and if you get if you use a mushroom like this cart like legitimately goes faster um, but like other than that there's like not that much like it's not a good Mario Kart because the courses are all shitty because like at a certain point they have to be circles or like weird figure eights and right. also the Wait, only there are built in courses no so like because there are no built-in courses, but because of the the number of configurations that you can have, because oh, they, sure. it all has to be in one room, you don't have that really don't have that many options. Um, because do they all have to be on the same plane? Like, could you make a ramp out of books? You, or in theory, could make a ramp out of books, but you don't actually have to go through all four gates. Like, you're kind mm-hmm. of functioning on the honor system to go through all four gates. Because oh, sometimes, like during the actual race? Right. So, like, you could, in theory, and I did this a couple of times, much to Katie's chagrin, but, like, you could just skip a gate if you wanted to. Like, you could go from, from gate one, two, to three, and then skip gate four and go straight back to gate one. And then, like, have that be your lap. So, like, yes, you could, like, build elaborate ramp systems and, like, you can make this work, assuming, again, that you're in a, like, warehouse that like has no, no other yeah. like wireless devices in it. But like, I don't know. 
this sounds like a very Nintendo solution to this problem. For sure. Mm. Like, I, I, I would be so interested to see literally any other company take this idea and do something with it. Because, like, Hot Wheels for a little bit had a thing that was like you, the cars had Bluetooth in them. Um, and But they were still the same size as a Hot Wheel, but the cars had Bluetooth in them. And then you could, like, control them that way and they had car yeah. they had cameras on them but you were still confined to the like actual hot wheel track but like mattel right. doing something that like was bigger cars with bigger like a, a similar sized camera but instead using like wi-fi direct or something like literally any other standard than what nintendo uses in this system would be really cool um i'm me- watching you uh <laughs> I'm watching you trying to create this course. Yeah. It's and having to up. like go back. Yeah, I had to like And then it creates mm-hmm. the track gets really sick. Yeah, the track gets super sick. And then when we race the track, so like I, I went through the gate, the game didn't think I went through the gate. So I had to back up back through my kitchen and then drive through the gate again, which created like a double back on the course. So when we actually went to do the race, the like you're racing against you can either race against like another car, but that that requires you to buy multiple, like multiple systems. So it doesn't come with. It only comes with. It only one comes car. with one. So one hundred dollars gets you one car. So if you wait, want another when car, you're, you have to get two. Wait, but, okay, wait. But then when you're racing, are there like other characters? Yeah. So they're they're too? computer like they're computer oh, okay. hologram like Koopalings. Right. Okay. Um, that you're okay. racing. So against. it's not just like time trials. Right. But those the the computer follows the course as it is created so every time we would go into the kitchen even though it was just a straight up circle for us the kooplings thought that like they had to go all like to one end of the kitchen (laughs) do a straight u-turn and then go back to the other end of the kitchen (laughs) and then drive back through so like basically we'd created a a one-way street that cars were going two ways on (laughs) um which was in the kitchen uh so that was like kind of entertaining but like i don't know this is like it, it is a good toy for christmas i think for people who are like Mm. i want to get my kid something that's like kind of interesting a kid would like get some some legs out of this i think because like there's less of a the time to frustration for a child i think is on this thing specifically is going to be way higher than it would be for me or for y'all or for the listener um but then at the end of it, if they decide that they actually don't want to play with the video game part, they have a cool remote control car with Mario or Luigi on it, like which is that mm. is also kind of cool. You have to pick. Um, you do have to pick. There's the only two. It's just Mario or Luigi. Okay. Oh, so, shit. Uh, can you use this thing just as a remote control card or do yes. you have to play like the game? You don't have to play the game. You could, There's like an explore mode in the game where you like don't even have to put the gates down. You just pair the car to the um you just pair the car to your switch and you can just drive around as a car how is it it's better than a rc car better than i expected it's faster than i expected and the tires are actual i mean i don't know if they're rubber but they're like soft which is um really good for like a remote control car at this price point because like i was i was entirely expecting them to be hard plastic which would like make a terrible noise in your home and mm-hmm. also would like completely fuck up your floors. Um, yeah. But they are not hard plastic. Uh, but that like does like, <laughs> there are the tires not being hard plastic paired with the fact that the cars don't actually have that much clearance means that like 
sometimes going on carpet is basically impossible because like there's not enough grip to like get you over like the very tiny lip of a carpet or like the tiny lip that would separate a kitchen like entryway from the living room because it's like too tall. So like, I don't know, it's it's different for every house. Like you can't account for that kind of stuff, but I do wish like the ride height was a little higher, but Mm. yeah, that's Mario Kart Live Grant, whatever the fuck it's called. Top Gear Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Mario Fart. Nice. Whoa. I will say I like that they've started using the Mario Kart, like the original Mario Kart iconography. Oh, the art. Yeah, the art on the gates is really cool. Um, I think they started doing that with 8 or 8 Deluxe or whatever it was called, but um, it's good. Yeah. Like the 2D art? The like old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, It's really good. I hope all of our listeners are doing well enough that they can spend a hundred dollars on something that's kind of oh, interesting. unless you have a child yeah. i wouldn't recommend this product like straight up like they're like uh, don't buy this if you don't so this that's a do not buy that's a do not buy unless you have a kid okay. do not buy this because the like mad money episode on uh, yeah. mario kart <laughs> sell 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 mario sell. kart um yeah it's just it, there it, there's not enough here to get you anything past the day that i had with <laughs> doesn't quite cross the finish line. <laughs> yeah, I would hey. say that it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't quite cross the finish line. Um, music good though. This is Mario Kart, you know? So. Right. Is there any new music or is it just mm, all? There is a remix of the, of the eight deluxe theme song. So like it is okay. that, it is still that big band Mario, yeah. uh, Mario <laughs> Kart style music. Yeah, which is good. But uh, I just know that just song that because there's a, a Brentel Floss parody of it. Mm. So. Shout, Shout out to Brent. Shout out to Brent. With lyrics. Uh, yeah, it's about how we let babies drive and mm. like get crushed by giant thwomps and we like do. shoot missiles at each other and stuff. That's just normal kid stuff. That's just normal. You know, back in the day, we weren't so worried about all this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. You yeah. could just go we let them, out and- We let them work in factories. You Look, know? I drink we from the hose and I turned out fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Do y'all remember how good RC cars were in the like early 2000s? Did y'all I get do. the like- the, I like, never Radio had Shack one. Mailer. Really? We should. Yeah, they were really expensive when I was a kid. They and, were like, expensive. I I think I had. I think like my rich only child friend had a few. Mm-hmm. Um, and they seemed so cool. I always wanted one. Like, I had one. I, uh, there was one year. I was like, all right, all right, little Jordo, here's the present you're getting this year. It's an RC car, because uh, they were very expensive. But uh, it had the back wheels had arms on them that had other wheels on them hell yeah and the controller had shoulder buttons and you could independently manipulate the arms hell yeah so you could like make it into a weird tall car if you wanted to oh yeah was that that like the rattlesnake or something because they all had fucking sick names and they all had video like the commercials were always them like driving in like a desert (laughs) and like flipping over or like there's one that had like a snake that like was like a water gun, like it shot water out of what? it. What? That's Aww. cool. Um, yeah, but remember when Radio Shack was basically just like, <laughs> well, this is what we do. We just sell RC cars. Yeah, we sell <laughs> RC cars and also like transistors. Uh, yeah. Um, and, well, I, we don't so much sell those as people steal them. <laughs> people steal them. <laughs> um, I had one that like you could, if you drove it into a wall, 
it would drive up the wall and then flip back oh, over yes. and then you could drive oh, it in yeah. the other direction. Yeah, yeah. And like I, I got infinite thing. amounts of entertainment out of that okay. thing. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking up the best also, RC cars. They I'm sell, they sell those that take gasoline. Yeah, I've That's, seen those. Those are fucked up. <laughs> they're like Tyco RC cars. <laughs> the RC Rebound, I think, is the one that you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Tyco, so these are all Tyco like is professional how you spell things RC. and stuff. Tyco is how you spell RC. <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> uh, these are all. No, I don't. Okay, yeah, 20, 20 90s toys. Remote control car. Because these are all like advanced, us. like realistic RC cars. I'm like, I don't care about that. I want one that has a giant snake that shoots water out of it. I don't mm-hmm. think kids like that shit anymore. I haven't I think, seen an RC th- car in tire storms i think kids want shit that looks like real shit now because of capitalism mm. yeah fuck oh, that no. interesting nothing real is okay good. so yeah the the <laughs> taiko ricochet is the one that can flip over and keep driving yeah. it has like a different a different car body on the top of it and the bottom oh yeah it's like two cars it's like two cars in one um there's the claw which is it like the wheels separate or something so that it can drive better on like rough ground. There's the fast tracks, which was basically like a tank. Uh, God, wait, the, I found a this period found a great of time was of so Sidewinder. wild because this was also the period of time where someone at probably Mattel uh, or Hasbro thought it was like reasonable and appropriate to like market a device that was a scooter or a skateboard that had like a very poorly attached handle on it and they were like it's also a scooter <laughs> it's like it's both a skateboard and a scooter and if you decide that you don't want to use scooter you can do skateboard or vice versa and like oh fuck yeah the sidewinder's so cool look at this thing go. oh yeah it's doing like a like a sick it's on like its a, side yeah it's doing like a side uh what would you call that? Spins around. I don't know. It's doing a cool spinny it's a thing. Spinzy. Trick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here, here's one that has six wheels for no reason. Hell yeah. <laughs> a scorcher. Sick. It's six by that six, which is not even how that looking. works. <laughs> it's three by it's three. It's three by three, clearly. but whatever. Oh, look at this thing I found. This is called the S bike. Oh, that's terrible. No, I hate that's- that. <laughs> No, this is a oh, picture boy. of a unicycle with a scooter <laughs> butt like attached to it. Are we just talking about nineties toys now? Because yeah, I think did so. anyone did anyone ever get good with devil sticks? Yes. yes. But uh, I got I got good with devil sticks in two thousand and eight. Oh boy. Because that's when wow. like I got that's when my generation they, got into They them. came back. <laughs> they came yeah, back. They brought them back. My I didn't know my, they brought them back. I also did not know that. My best friend in high school was very good with devil sticks. Damn. He he also got into um, contact juggling at one oh, point. Oh, Fushigi! Yeah, Fushigi, because uh, he watched Labyrinth and was like, "Yes, <laughs> of course, I want to be like David Bowie." But who among whomst amongst us Truly. has not watched Labyrinth and thought, "I want to be like David yeah. Bowie"? Did y'all ever yep. get into Diablos? He played a bunch of Diablo. That's not the same. <laughs> Wait, your friend, Diablos. your friend played a bunch of Diablo, but I used Diablos. We are not the same. <laughs> um, I, uh, it was like a, it's like a. I think they're also called Chinese yo-yos, which I don't know how real that is. Um, but it's like a, it's like a, it looks like two Beyblades kissing, 
and then <laughs> and then but the like from the top part like from the part that spins on the table and then like you had oh, two we can't sticks. talk about that yeah and then you had two sticks and then there was a string between the sticks and then you would like throw it in the air oh that thing and yeah I think I know it. I think I know that thing you're talking about. I never. I've I'm trying to find these. a YouTube. I never video. knew what you were supposed to do. I feel with like them. I have probably heard of this, but it's weird. Every time you look up Diablo on YouTube, oh, you just get the video game. Yeah, the the like it's an hourglass with a string, and then you like. Yeah. What do you do with blow, that? You like throw it up in the you air. You just throw it up really high. Sometimes you can and then make you it, catch it and balance it and like twist the string around yeah. and do a whole bunch of cool. It's things. like a cool yo-yo. You can also like um, make a cat's cradle and you can throw it up and like make it land on the cat's cradle or you can like throw it up and you can spin like as the thing it's spins a, and they catch yeah, it. Yeah, it apparently comes from a Chinese variant of the yo-yo. Well, oh. there it is. There's yeah. like acceleration techniques. There's like a strat where you have to like wrap the coil around the, the bearing and then like flick it back and forth a bunch to get it to gain speed. <laughs> Hey, can, throw it out really can I read you something about contact juggling Fushigi, yeah. Fushigi ball um, some jugglers have claimed that portions of the book contact juggling and any juggling performances that contain elements similar to Michael Moshin's original light performance are breaches of Moshin's intellectual property <laughs> or copyright oh my God. in 1992 Moshin threatened not to attend the International Jugglers Association annual <laughs> conference in Quebec Canada where he was to be a guest of honor due to a favorable review of the book Contact Juggling in the fall 1991 issue of the IJA's periodical Jugglers World. In the end, he did attend the festival. But wait, there's more. Oh no. The wide commercial success of the Fushigi Magic Gravity Ball in 2010 reignited the controversy within the contact juggling community. The television advertisement consisted of a montage of contact juggling performance, the amazed reactions of audience members, suggestions that the ball appeared to float by itself, and an announcer suggesting that the ball can be quickly mastered in just minutes. <laughs> Concerned about the public depiction of contact juggling being accomplished not by skill, but by means of a special prop, contact jugglers quickly filled a Fushigi thread to 100 pages on contactjuggling.org. Uh, okay, that's, okay, contact The juggling. winter 2010 edition of the IG is periodical juggle features a four-page article about the dynamic slash contact slash fear play sphere play slash fushigi controversy you can't just say sphere play merit sphere that's play illegal the that's following issue featured yeah. a rebuttal by a professional contact juggler accusing zoom tv products of exploiting contact juggling to sell a deceptively marketed product the fushigi ball is no longer in production oh damn fushigi got canceled here's a um <laughs> screenshot from contactjuggling.org I, <laughs> I clicked on there's a space well, called the learning zone and then I clicked on balls and then the article is titled balls 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 the URL is contactjuggling.org slash wiki slash balls 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 um, and then crucially it is ball balls balls oh sorry yeah oh, it is God. ball balls balls so do you All think right, it's well. maybe someone named ball balls is balls Ball, yes. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, did anybody else play any video games? <laughs> I wanted to do a 90s toy segue. Oh, yeah, do it. I, there's it. nothing no, they, I can do now. I mean, the segue came out in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Too expensive to be a toy, though. <laughs> mm. You know what was the greatest toy of the 90s? 
The Nintendo what? 64. Danielle? Yeah! Damn. You played a you video game for the Nintendo 64, is that correct? I sort of did, yeah. I played a game. Now, I just want to say this game has such a wonderful audacity because it came out like on the Switch like a week after Mario 3D All-Stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it basically is like kind of a cute little, uh, it's like an itch.io game, basically. Uh, yeah, it came out a few years ago, right? Yeah. What uh, is the name of this 2017, game? it's called MacBat 64 Journey of a Fine Chap. And it's like a little joke game that's basically, I mean, it looks like the assets may have been ripped off from the Rare Witch Project, and it may not have been. I don't know it for sure. But the what? all of the assets are like Banjo-Kazooie looking assets, and it's a 3D platformer. Kind of like a little joke, but it, it there's something there, too. There's several very short levels. Most of them are 3D platformer levels that, again, uh, look like Donkey Kong 64, Banjo-Kazooie assets, uh, even a little bit of Conqueror's Bad Fur Day there. You actually start off in a bar, so there's a little conquer. Uh, I've learned, apparently, that you pronounce uh, conk, conk, so conqueror's yes, bad fuck. fur day. Conchers. It's pronounced concher, yes, actually. Conchers, yeah. bad fuzz day. That's yeah, that's it. a Perfect. really good game. Yeah. It's extremely good. Uh, but it's like a really cute little joke, even if it's just a joke. And it's it, there's more to it than just a joke. I would I would posit this. And uh, what is the joke? That it's well, like a lost platformer? Yeah, that it's like a lost 3D platformer from a lost beloved time, the late 90s, when I was a young, well, at least I was younger. I wasn't that young, I guess. Uh, but I was still younger and playing these kinds of games. And there are actually... There's a ridiculous amount of variety here. So again, there's these very like vignette style levels uh, where you do a couple of little things, you jump around, you're this little bat who has like a little monocle. He's a cute little bat. And uh, you know, you kind of jump around, you kind of fly around, you have a very floaty jump. Uh, There's also racing levels that are like Mario Kart levels. There are also 8-bit, not 8-bit. There are also 2D plane (laughs) levels that are like, Kirby levels. They have like really fucked up, deformed Kirby assets, things like that. Uh, there's like enough variety to make this actually very fun to play, even though you kind of know that, oh, this is kind of like somebody got a bunch of assets from N64 games and just kind of threw them together in a Unity project. Like this was an itch.io game that was sold for like $3. Uh, back so they stole, back the they stole to make this game is what you're saying? I mean... It's you know, I would I would so prefer you're, the term you're appropriation, uh, cultural okay. appropriation. Yeah, perhaps just, they've made oh, like so it's good. So it's good <laughs> actually, and like this is this is the uh, creator. This is Seactro. Uh, so they made Kiwi sixty four, which was like a little demo of this sort of thing before they made Silver Trigger sixty four, which is like basically GoldenEye, like a little GoldenEye demo. They've made a few games that are free and a few games that like there's so much to it that they you know charge a couple of bucks for it. Like this is a two dollar game. I paid two American dollars for this game on the Switch and had a wonderful time with it. Partially because I played all these games to death and back, as yes, back from death. I suppose I played all the undead versions of them as well. Whoa, Mad Monster Mansion, baby. You know how it is. Um, yeah, I really clear. loved it. What's up? Just to be clear about what you're saying, does yeah. this game actually include stolen assets from other games? I don't think so, actually. I think they made their own assets, but they look extremely... Here, I'll just... I would be very surprised if Nintendo allowed it on their 
their story. Right, 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 right. This is not like the characters all look different, but when I say like the textures look as if they came out like a texture pack from Banjo Kazooie, that's what it looks like. Okay, cool. I just don't Uh, want anybody. Nobody stole anything from the dev team. Stole anything to to get the wrong impression about. Nothing was stolen. Everything was made. It just it's very deliberately made to look like that type of thing. Now, who is Macbat? Uh, he's or a is fun it McBat? <laughs> I actually almost think. You know the conquerors. You know it's probably McBat. It's probably McBat. It's probably McBat. Fuck. Oh no! I'm well, Scrooge McBat. Scrooge MacBat. <laughs> Scrooge Macda. I can't believe I've done well, it's, this. It's not intern. It's not internally capitalized, so there's no way to know. Yeah, there's no way. Well, we should probably if if you worked McBat. on MacBat or McBat sixty four, please email us at podcast at fanbyte.com. Look, yeah, let us know. It, it could be either either way because you're saying it Mac um, MacBat, yeah. and that's like MacBat. Well, no, that's MacBat. Like, no, it's like it? Macbeth. Right, Macbeth, yeah, like McBeth, MacBat. MacBat. Well, what if it was? He has a little monocle. He has a little that monocle, and he's wearing a little suit. That makes me think it's Mac- Macbat for Macbeth. some reason. What if you put a little Macbeth, you know, like a no. on yeah. there, like a, a Macbeth. Macbeth. like the sound that the satyrs make when they shoot the poison? It's exactly you. like oh, the sound yeah. that the satyr, like the good sound that the satyrs make when they shoot the poison at you. Yeah. Um. He also is definitely a joke on the Conqueror's Bad Fur Day level, where you are a bat that has to, like sh- a vampire bat that has to shit on everything. I'm uh, pretty sure. What a good game that was. Yeah, it's it was it. You know, damn, like a, I forgot that it did a lot kind of revolutionizes on it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Conqueror's Bad Fur Day walks so David Cage could run, all right? right? You're mm-hmm. right, yeah. We don't, yeah. Just like dealing with complex issues mm-hmm. and like sex and like violence. And, and race, like, kind of like all of race. that. Yeah, like Conquer turns into a bat. That's like, you know, what would it be like? That What would it be like if a robot were black? You know, like- Here are the races. The Here are the different races in sort of the new racial system that video games have invented. Bat, bat. Listen. squirrel, robot. Plant with big uh, titties. There was a plant shit. with big titties. Yes, plant with big titties, the shit boss. The who, shit great boss. Monster, <laughs> dinosaur. These are sort of uh, teddy bear that's maybe also a Nazi. Teddies, yeah, yeah. yep. There's a lot going on in that game. I, legitimately, people are one. The one thing I'll say about Conquer's Bad Fur Day, in its defense, it was not a collectathon. You didn't collect that much stuff. You actually just had little objectives and did cool things. And like, there was only like no, yeah, twelve it played things well. of money. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. It's a pretty good game. Remember, like, it, remember when Microsoft cringe, but... rolled out Conquer's fucking corpse for oh, um, boy, yeah. Project Spark, and they were like, "This is Conquer's back, baby." And he's he lives only in Project Spark. Oh right, what the hell was? Did that ever come? Project, Spark, Project Spark? Project Spark was um, basically Microsoft's attempt at doing Little Big Planet. Actually, now that I think about it, Project Spark was Dreams before Dreams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just like yeah. I think it might have had one one too many layers of complexity to like make stuff. Yeah. Paired with the fact that it was so early in the Xbox 360's lifespan that like. Nobody had an Xbox to Wait, fucking make did anything. Did it ever with it. come out? Was it did it come out, real? and then was I think very quickly uh, end of life. Project Spark video game. I remember thinking it was such a cool idea, and then not thinking much beyond that. Yeah, it was announced in December. It was announced at E3 2013. Went into open beta 
uh, on the personal computer in December okay, well, of 2013. That's not early in the 360's life cycle. Oh, did I say the 360? I meant the Xbox One. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And then it went. It was on the Xbox in 2014, and I do not think it is on anymore. That's when I was at Polygon, I remember. Oh, wait, no, it's still playable with reduced features. Xbox users can play locally saved games and create and can create new games, but cannot share them. You can share them this on is PC. Like, uh, it's like that other thing, too, that we talked about a while ago, that early PS4 thing that was like, there were Kaiju. No, there were like Kaiju and stuff, but it was in this world, like the graphics were sort of like paper craft as oh, oh yeah 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 um with ie and ayla uh, and like the two little had, yeah jack just Dude, wrote a, had piece a piece on, on it. it yeah that was a cool um, game i'm looking like on legitimately website. cool game it was media molecule jack yes hold on i'm searching jordan it, cut this there's part like, out. it's like a play nope. on the word it's like oh. folded or something but it's um God damn it. No, we're going to get I really there. enjoyed that game. That game was cool as hell. Listen, oh, wait, wait, I the can't Vita keep game? track. Yeah, it I was a Vita game first. All of Jack Yarwood's ga- Incredible uh, pieces posts. because there are so many of them. Hold on. Features. Um, it's with the T. God damn it. It was like Tearaway. It was Tearaway. Tomorrow Children. Yeah, Tearaway is a different game. Tomorrow Children. Tomorrow Children. But Tomorrow Children yes, is the game okay. we're thinking of. Tearaway was the only video game that used the back panel on the PlayStation. Yes. Famously. Shout outs um, to Janine Hawkins, known Tomorrow Children fan and Stan. Yeah. Um, it was uh, Q Games was Tomorrow Children. Yes, yeah. That makes sense. You think they're going to bring back Tearaway? You think Tearaway's coming back for the PlayStation no. 5? You think, you think okay. they're going to bring back Knack? You think they're going to bring back Knack? Bring them there's back, gonna, bring in Knack. There's going to be a Knack 3, I there's think. There's got to be a Knack 3, right? They're, safe, like, they're just saving it for now, next holiday. Be a Knack 3. I've played Knack 1. We should Not play Knack 2. It was so bad. I had to stop. No, we it should, was so bad we should that play. I had to stop. It's been three it years so since, <laughs> the, since Knack 2. Knack 2 was all right. From what Knack I 2 has a 4.5 out of 5 nice. on GameStop. <laughs> That's like Arnold Schwarzenegger in that great Yeah, he, pl- he turns into an Iceman. Yeah. I'm about to say something that's about to blow your fucking mind. Oh, boy. Knack, the video game fucking franchise, will be 10 years old in two years. <laughs> Yeah, I believe that. That's wrong. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing six years of my life. Yeah, like, where I, I always do, but like right now more than ever after you yeah. just said that. I think I just remember that period so vividly because like I was like finishing high school and starting college. So like mm. that was such a seminal yeah. period in like me trying to figure out like the stuff I actually liked and what I didn't like that I was yeah. like consuming so much garbage on the way to figuring out what my actual tastes were yeah. that I remember basically every single thing that happened at those E3s. Remember that JK Rowling video game for the PlayStation 4 that had a spell book that you were yeah. supposed to like oh pair your, God. you were supposed to pair your, like the, use the camera to scan QR codes. Um, yep. What was that and fucking it was innovative. game called? It was very innovative. Spell, was innovative. it literally called spell book? I think it was. I think it was some, yes, something very generic like that because uh, that fucking Wonder PlayStation Book, 2 Book of Spells. Wonder Book. Oh yeah, because there and the idea was that there's going to be multiple Wonder Book yes. games, and you yeah. get a different book for each one because mm-hmm. that fucking PlayStation Two card game worked out so good for them. <laughs> oh, the, with the eye, with the yeah. What's that eye? called? Yeah. Eye of Eye of Destiny. Eye of I'll I'll look it up. 
God. That was a cool idea, though. They were like, what if we just made Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, what, like, if, just, what, if, we <laughs> what if we made Yu-Gi-Oh real? What if Yu-Gi-Oh was real? <laughs> PlayStation God. 2 card game camera. Book of Spells is designed to be an interpretation of learning spells at Hogwarts school in the Harry Potter universe with the, quote, book itself having been, been written in the Harry Potter universe over 200 years ago by Miranda Goshawk. At the end of every chapter, a poem will describe a failed Hogwarts student in order to teach a, the user a lesson in the manner of <laughs> Wait, Aesop's did, fable. Did this come out? Yeah, it came out. Little little Timmy. I've never little heard Timmy, of this. Little Timmy tumbled down, fell down a well. <laughs> he tried to <laughs> fix racism, but fucked up his spell. Now he's in hell. Oh my now God. Now he's in hell. Yeah. Good. Um, so there were, there was, in fact, two of them. Uh, the lesson is to never try and help humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that game, the iToy game on the PlayStation 3, my mistake, not PlayStation 2, uh, was the Eye of Judgment. Eye mm. of Judgment. Yeah. And the Eye it was of like, Judgment. The Eye like, uh, of Judgment. Put down this mat and then we play, card, play Magic the Gathering, but the cards have QR codes on them. And, See, that's uh, a cool idea. That's still a good idea. The Eye, Harry, cool the Eye. Like, if, if more... Harry, the Eye! Can you think about like how cool it would be? Oh God, I'm. I wish VR wasn't dead. It would be cool mm. if like there was. You know that Yu-Gi-Oh game that we played in VR that was bad. <laughs> now oh, imagine yeah. it good, but where good. each of the cards like it used. It was like an Oculus Quest game, right? The Oculus Quest has cameras mm. on the front, um, and the Oculus Quest cameras could read the cards because it had cameras on them. So it could see your hand and it would like give you digital readouts. Like the cards are in real life and you're sitting at your desk with the actual sure. deck of cards in front of you. and But you can see them in the game because the, the it's mm. scanning them. And then like you can yeah. duel with other people across the world, but like you're sitting in your chair at home. So it's like you're at the Toys R Us. So it's like if oh. someone made a real video game instead of whatever the hell that thing is that we play. Yeah. On, on to be fair, that thing that someone made is just something that someone made. Like <laughs> right. that, I, it's not a real product in any way, shape, or Remember form. Remember when we found the motorcycles in that one? That was wild. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, uh, what was I? Something. I was gonna ask. Was, I was gonna ask Jordan if Jordan played any video games or bought any cool things on ShopGoodwill.com. <laughs> yeah, I've been on a I've been on a real uh, midlife crisis buying spree, mm-hmm. uh, reclaiming lost treasures and artifacts from my youth, as well as uh, things that I wanted as a child but never had, mm, or right. a child oh, and nice. late teen. Um, did you so buy the GameCom? I did buy the GameCom. I bought a Tiger uh, GameCom, GameCom uh, that comes on that arrives on Friday. Uh, it was it was a I got it for eleven dollars. That's incredible. Oh, wow. Shop Goodwill is like is legitimately one of the best kept secrets. It's yeah, it's really fantastic, and I don't feel too bad about blowing up its spot because it's a good. It's cause. goodwill, yeah, yeah. It's it's fucking goodwill. Give your money to goodwill. <laughs> um, the the thing the thing with shop goodwill that I've learned the hard way is that you gotta fucking check out the you gotta estimate the shipping before you buy stuff. Yeah, mm. because they only ship FedEx or UPS, and they ship Damn. based on like dimensional weight, mm-hmm. which is like a weird other it's a weird thing. So like they do, yeah. So like. The, you know, you could be looking at a uh, a five dollar auction for a copy of New Super Mario Land Two, right? Which, like, if you went to the post office, you could mail for two stamps. Um, but that, but on Shop Goodwill, it will cost you, you know, twelve and a half dollars just in shipping. Yeah. Uh, so you got to be careful. 
you gotta you gotta pay attention to that stuff because you can buy think you're getting a good deal and actually not be getting a good deal because the shipping erases the good. Now, deal. what if no. I bought a Macintosh two? S-I. If you oh that oh. that app, that Apple II they've had up there that would yeah. cost approximately seven hundred dollars to ship. Well, <laughs> yeah, some they do they do have specials where it's penny shipping. They and do. Like you, you think they'll you ship this one, <laughs> Macintosh uh, for a penny? Uh, if it doesn't have the little scent logo on it, then no. Damn. Um, there's a little blue icon on those listings, but yeah, I got um, I or I uh between Shop Goodwill and eBay. I purchased an original Xbox. Um, I am most of the way through reacquiring every original Xbox game that I care about. So far, I have bought uh, Guilty Gear X2 slash Reload. Hell yeah. Uh, Halo 2. I've got Mech Assault, Metal Gear Solid 2 Substance, uh, Ninja Gaiden, the Ooh. Sega GT 2002 Jet Set Radio Future Combo Disc, because that's the oh. one that I had. Uh, Soul Calibur 2, uh, Otogi Myth of Demons, thank the Lord. Nice. Uh, and just yesterday, or the day before yesterday, uh, my copy of Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. Hell arrived. yeah. Oh, no. Because <laughs> we lived the lives that we wanted to live in our youths. Yeah. Famously, uh, one of only a couple of games that has been marketed with the... Uh, the feature that you can play it with one hand. Yep. Yep. The other uh. one that off the top of my head is Super Mario Run. <laughs> <laughs> for the same not, reason. Not yeah. a joke and for the same reason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, um, I've been having a lot of fun. Uh, oh, I got a worm light for my Game Boy Color. Um, I got uh, a copy of Tetris DX. For the if Game Boy you, Color. If you don't mind me asking, Jordan, because I, yeah. I, how much money have you put into this? Because my favorite thing about like when I was super into Shop Goodwill like a couple of years ago is that like I acquired just kind of like a bucket load of shit that I eventually just gave back to Goodwill. <laughs> but like I had like a box of stuff that I probably spent uh, like $75 on, but like every single item in it, I was like, oh, I fucking got this Palm Pre for $15. This is one of the best purchases I've Jesus. ever made in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I think, have you, I think I'm... I think I'm still like close to around like a hundred bucks. That's really good for all this for like stuff. Yeah. That's like super good. Yeah, it's rad. The 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 expensive thing I did kind of get because the the original Xbox itself was like twenty four dollars, um, and I I'm kind of slowing down on it because I've one I'm running out of room in the tiny house, mm -hmm. like literally <laughs> running out of surfaces to put things on, uh, and two. Like there, I'll see deals come up that like I just don't need, but are but, good deals, and so yeah. I want to buy yeah. it anyway. It would so be, like, you shouldn't it would buy be something on sale if you it. wouldn't buy it at full price. Yeah, that's that's well, uh, that's a good way to go about it. Or buy yeah. something on sale if you can only buy it on sale. Yeah, right. Like if 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 something is at full yeah. price is just completely unattainable for you. Like um, well, yeah. What I mean by that though is just don't just be like suckered in by like, oh, this game's on sale. I should buy it because yeah. it's on sale. And it's like I I've done that on Steam before, and it's like, well, but why do you want <laughs> do you it? it? Like if you didn't want it when it was full price, mm -hmm. even if you weren't going to buy it, then like you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah right. That's yeah. good. I that's good wanted advice. and needed the Palm Pre, and my mom wouldn't let me have it. So oh, uh, true, true, true. <laughs> that's why I bought it in 2013. And then when I uh, called Sprint and said, "Can you put this on my phone plan?" They said no. And then <laughs> really, yeah, they were like, "We you can't do that." Wait, 
did Palm even exist? Wait, does Palm exist anymore now? No. Palm still, uh, it's like a Palm exists in the same way that Blackberry exists, which is to say that like on paper, a company, yeah, a company owns the license, like the name Palm. And then like a couple of years ago, (laughs) they partnered with Verizon to, to release. (laughs) Oh, I remember that thing. (laughs) They released, they released a phone for your phone. Which was like, oh. it was like, it was like a really tiny, like it looked like an iPod Nano, but longer. Um, and it had, it ran Android and had like six apps on it. And like, you just would, you were supposed to put, you leave your phone at home or like at the, like if you were going to the gym, instead of taking your real phone, you would take your, your phone's phone with Sorry? you to the gym. Oh my God. Um, and if you can believe it, nobody fucking bought it. I can't believe it. <laughs> okay, but if they marketed it as like, but what if they marketed it as like a lifestyle product for people who um, are trying to stop using their phone they and did, it's like a phone that, that. Yes, that's, that's what a, it was. That's all, well, that now that's what they've pivoted it to. Oh, now it's, because that I feel like would sell. That people would buy a retro stupid tiny phone that has like mm-hmm. no apps on it um, if it were branded to them as like a cool thing it can only view it can only view uh internet pages coded in the wap format which means a different thing now but yeah it does yeah it does mean that uh but yeah i mean nikki that's that's why i bought dead or alive right it's because in 2003 for the wap for the w i bought it for the wap format uh in 2003 you know i was uh a sophomore in high school didn't have a job yeah. and couldn't and the you know, government wouldn't let you have the game the government and you know what else is <laughs> you know what else is sophomoric that are alive extreme beach volleyball hey uh, <laughs> you know but just like a little gift to you know 16 year old Jordo saying here you can like you're grown up sure. now you can do this kind of thing yeah um you can enjoy this depraved game yeah you can enjoy <laughs> this completely you can enjoy this dutch treat Hey. <laughs> uh, but I got a great deal on it, and it's the complete. It was complete in box. It comes with the little lenticular oh, hologram. Yeah, I'm I'm putting the work into like only get things that have that are all the way there. Um, oh, you're not buying just like loose GBA cards <laughs> like I used to. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, different different standards for handhelds, right? Because I never kept any of my old boxes or anything for my my Game Boy life has always been loose cartridges in a bag. Yeah. And Oh so, yeah. And also I feel like because the GBA games were so widely bought by kids as well. Mm-hmm. And also they all came in cardboard boxes. Like until the until the fucking GameCube and DS, all of Nintendo's shit came in cardboard boxes. And yeah. so like all those things are so hard to find now. Whereas like a Sega Genesis game, like Sega was just like on this from mm-hmm. day one. Like, oh yeah, plastic clamshells, obviously. That's the way to go. Wasn't wasn't the thing for Nintendo using cardboard boxes was like the margin on them producing the cartridges was so bad that they were like trying to find money anywhere, which is why the boxes were cardboard. I guess, but Sega was cartridges. And they had plastic? Yeah. Yeah, Sega Sega Genesis. I don't know, but the mouth... Oh, they did too? Yeah, Yeah, the Master System was plastic clamshells. And they were like nice quality boxes. Like you can, Those are everywhere now. And like... Although then when Sega got to the Saturn, those tall boxes were kind of fucked up. Those fucking tall ass, weird... (laughs) Like every... This was part of a weird... Or the Sega CD as well, yeah. Yeah, and like the original PlayStation PlayStation boxes were also weird. Yeah, they were were tall as well. They were those tall, thick... The tall jewel cases? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, it's like some, the jewel cases that were like content aware scaled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, for some reason, every new console generation, they decided we needed to reinvent the way that we package video games. And until PlayStation 2, Sony was just like, all right, just put them in fucking. Just put them in fucking DVD cases. Just put them in a DVD case? Can we just, just put them do in that? DVD cases. The biggest. Okay, y'all saying that has reminded me of the way I got my PlayStation 2, which was like, you know when you buy a knife or like a, like a pair of scissors? <laughs> um, <laughs> or, like, uh, or like a pair of scissors well, and it's in oh, that. it comes in like a plastic com- kit. Yeah. yeah. So the, my and PlayStation 2. you need scissors two, to open the need, scissors. And, and how do they do <laughs> You know what's bullshit. <laughs> so my PlayStation 2 was like, had the PlayStation 2 box and then it also had um, Gran Turismo A spec, and then it had also two controllers. But like the whole thing, I guess, came from Costco because it was sealed with that big, Wait, like really? hard oh, plastic. Wow. Thing. Okay. <laughs> that is, and so it was funny. like oh, it was the size God. of a suitcase. And I remember like looking at it under the Christmas tree that year and being like, "Yo, what the fuck is that?" Um, and then I opened it. And it was a PlayStation Two, and then I proceeded to slice my hand open on it because I was like oh, trying. God. I was a child the trying to is open so the sharp. plastic. <laughs> But Wait, like, did it have like a little hook on it so the whole thing was like hanging from a rack or something? <laughs> I don't. I'm trying to see if I can imp- find a picture of it. It was yeah, an impulse purchase awesome. next to the count, next <laughs> yeah. to the checkout. Yeah. Just an entire PlayStation too. Uh, but yeah, I've been I've been having a lot of fun with this. I have like I have the majority of my like um, high profile Xbox games now. I have a list of other stuff mm. that I'm looking out for, but they're lower priority, so I'm like kind of waiting around for a good deal. Uh, like uh, the Xbox version of Capcom versus SNK two routinely goes for like forty or forty five dollars right now, and I don't really mm. feel like paying that much for that game, so I'm gonna wait on that. Uh, finding a complete copy of Silent Hill two is gonna be difficult just because they didn't print huge numbers of that for the Xbox version. Uh, and Panzer Dragoon Orta is kind of my other mm. like, hey, you should get Panzer Dragoon. Uh, also, because it's got Panzer Dragoon Saga in it, if you beat oh, it's two yeah. games for the price that is of one. the cheapest way to play it legally. It I um couldn't find an wow, image Nikki. of the PlayStation <laughs> Two, but I did find an image wow, of this the, is a great. similar game. This is bundle. fucking incredible. <laughs> it's and amazing. A it's, nightmare. It's like it would have been easier to just make it a box. Like it, this, this is more difficult for everyone involved yeah what like coming up with formed formed plastic for this it would have just been easier to put everything into a big cardboard box how um but yeah yeah. just write gamecube on it in sharpie yeah like (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah this was my playstation 2 came in a package similar to this god that's right do you remember the gamecube box had that whole thing on the back of it like Imagine if you open a door, a door into time and space, and inside is an adventure into Zelda world. Hi, I'm Shigeru <laughs> <laughs> Like, it had this whole, like, weird, like, mini story on it. I don't yeah, remember okay. that. This is a podcast. Okay. We could do Delightful, a though. I gotta find Nintendo those. should make orange things again. They yeah, really uh, should. Bring back color. Bring back, bring, bring color I mean, back. They do I've have always color. been saying this. The IBM logo uh, was huge on the Nintendo GameCube, huh? Mm. Just like a big fat IBM technology logo on there. I don't, I don't remember that, that at all. Are you sure you're not looking at a special IBM 
No, nah, this Skew. is just like it's on like every single picture of the GameCube that I've been looking at. Weird. Why can't I find this? Okay, GameCube story. console box. Yeah. The I don't st- see an idea. Oh, it's in the bottom yeah. right. Yeah, weird. I don't remember that being there. GameCube My brain never picked box. that up. Back. Show me the. Show me, show the, me back. the back. Please show me the back. Now, of the I box. do wish. So the game I do wish was more consoles had. Oh, it was. It was on the side. I do remember this shot of. Um, of the back of the the console, but the text was on the side. What were you what saying, were you gonna Danielle? Say, Danielle? Sorry. I was gonna say I I do wish that were there were more consoles like full size consoles with carrying handles because that yeah. was great. <laughs> and plus, you could dual wield it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna solder um like a a bike like bike handles to the side of my Xbox Series X. Yes. So I can like. Yes. Wait, which which side of it though? The top? Because that's where the fan is. Nah, I'll do it on the <laughs> side. <laughs> Make it really difficult to put into anything. Okay, cool. Um, I love it. That's what a good picture of Kobe Bryant. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. <laughs> kind of not stretched. Doesn't look at all like What's his front facing camera What's was open when he was expecting it. <laughs> Remember the uh, I had for I always forget that GameCube had cute little baby discs. It, di- yeah. it did. Yeah. They were really they were easy good. to Weird lose little in my bedroom. proprietary discs. They were good. Um, no, Nintendo they weren't proprietary. Loves- I, got, huh? I got some of these CDs from like Burger King sometimes. Well, not not really? the format, but the, the encoding format was oh, proprietary. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I got the literal mini DVD or whatever these are called all the time. Uh, As UMDs? Yeah. Well, I've clearly made this up. So yeah, it's a, it's a proprietary mini DVD optical format, uh, capable of storing up to one and a half gigs. That's huge. One point five gigs. Think about the power the of the Nintendo GameCube. Gigabytes. Uh, gigabytes. There were one there were, gigabyte. <laughs> there were so many cool, weird proprietary formats back then. Yeah, like Dream Dreamcast games were GD ROMs. Oh, right. God, Nobody GD knows ROMs what the fuck that is. is. So it's a double layer. It's a du- double layer CD that's thicker than the normal wow. CD. It's because oh, okay. they could put it, two GD ROM stands for girthy disc ROM. <laughs> <laughs> the GameCube uh, was such a good console. Yeah, the GameCube was good. Those, those, it was. Remember Make how it's sm- Make GameCube too. Remember how smooth and luxurious the edges of Wii U discs were? No, they were. They were I rounded. Never... They Why? were rounded. Why? Yes, Why would they, they were... bevel the side of a, of they, a they DVD were, that way? It was the best feeling disc I've ever held. Yeah, like it's uh, a what real taste like though. I never liked mm. one. Uh, I uh, of my many regrets, never. I never licked, licked one. Is listed. Perhaps highest. Uh, it applies to a lot of different situations and is therefore ranked very highly just because of the the number of times that it appears. I'm just really excited on my list of regrets for the next generation really? because we'll be able to lick. Like, there's going to be a whole a whole um, cottage cottage collection of videos that I'm going to make of me licking PlayStation Five mm. and Xbox Series mm-hmm. uh, Blu-rays. I hope they change. They probably won't put the bad taste on them though, because they figure no one's gonna put them in their mouth. But what if they did though, right? Like that's journalism, right. you know? Well, like, that like, but is it journalism. Thing, it is journalism, Nikki. The reason they put that on the cartridge is because a cartridge is small enough for a dog or a exactly. child to want, try and swallow. Sure, but if I broke the DVD, I could put it in my <laughs> mouth. So like, 
you okay. know? So like the only way is to try to is to test it. I guess. Yeah. That's what I'm I, saying. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to your findings. Uh and I encourage everyone at home to get into looking at the video game section of shopgoodwill.com yeah. because you can find some they got some, everything. You can find they got everything like regular stuff but also occasionally really fun weird things will show up on there like 780 copies of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 <laughs> for the PlayStation 5 4 um and like at a Nokia Lumius 925 right now yeah they don't got know phones if it, and don't know if it turns on but uh they got phones maybe. and stuff on there um but also like sometimes you'll find like legitimately rare games like uh, recently, there's this potato game for the Game Boy that's worth like fifteen hundred dollars. If you wow. can find it, it's like um, Spud's Adventure or Hell something yeah. like that. Let, let me, Merritt. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me. I'm uh, not as plugged into the stuff as you are. Uh, uh, talk amongst yourselves. I'll 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 find it. I've well, put a call out on Twitter.com uh-huh. to ask people to help me find the text on the GameCube box where Shigeru Miyamoto, your good friend, invites you to come on a magical adventure into his mystery door. Okay, that's good. Wow. I hope I hope the community kind of um, see now that's journalism. That, now, yeah, again, that's journalism. Right that's what we do yeah. here. What was the phone that y'all wish y'all had but couldn't have for whatever reason? I liked that. <gasps> uh, I think it was like an LG that was like a little stick that like split in half mm, do you mean like the samsung the, juke uh i think it was like a the lg chocolate or something oh. like that. oh it like it slid up one of the original candy bar phones i had a slide up i had one of those that was my first cell phone damn it was terrible okay no. uh <laughs> the the game that i'm thinking about there's two two of these games amazing tater and spud's adventure hell yeah and uh these figures are from um, GameValueNow.com mm-hmm. slash Gameboy. Uh, if you can find a copy of Amazing Tater, just the cartridge in okay condition goes for about 300 bucks. Wow. Uh, there was one on Shop Goodwill a couple of weeks ago going for like $120. Uh, if you can, you'd be losing money not buying it. Yeah, if you can, if you find that, if you find Amazing Tater like complete with box and manual, that's worth like almost two grand. Wow. <laughs> Spud's, adv- Spud's Adventure Complete is worth Game collecting is perverse. I know we've talked about this before, <laughs> but ga- game collecting is perverse. It's it's more perverted now than ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can't wait till it crashes and you can just get all this shit for nothing. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, except for uh, the Dreamcast market can't ever crash, though, because I have a valuable Dreamcast game. So oh, that, well. that, that one has to stay valuable, but many, all the other ones are fine. Jordan, many people own uh, Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'm saying that like the number of people who own the video game Sonic Adventure 2 is really high therefore it's not going to be worth that mu- that much money. Well no they all they all have Sonic Adventure. This mm. is uh, the next one. <laughs> Sonic Adventure <laughs> part the two. next Sonic yeah. Adventure. Sonic Adventure the next. <laughs> also they also Shop Goodwill this is the last thing I'll say about Shop Goodwill cuz we should move on to something else. They should but, sponsor this show. Uh they one sure. yeah they should sponsor the show. Uh, with all that money that they have, <laughs> it's goodwill. With the big goodwill uh, money, yeah, those deep goodwill pockets. They should sponsor the show. Um, they have a weirdly frequent selection of the the Wii Mini that was only sold in Canada. Oh, the the one that like, yeah, the, the red, the and red black top, one. yeah, the red and black yeah. top loading one that the looks like a. One. It's like if 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 Nintendo had put out the Sega Saturn 
what the Sega Saturn would have looked like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, that, that thing pops up on there like weirdly frequently for something that was never sold in this country as far as I know. Oh, yeah. I, it couldn't connect to the internet and couldn't play GameCube couldn't games. Couldn't play GameCube games, yeah. <laughs> didn't have they the just, they didn't points. put the GameCube emulator in that one. Incredible. Yeah. Even though it was too... Now, okay. Now, I need everyone right now to Google Wii Mini. Okay, okay. On Google.com. Right. Am I going to like this? You're gonna, it's... it's <laughs> this is all it going to be a treat? Okay, now you're going to click on the... Is the first link to Jeff's website? It says Red Wii Mini Console Motion Plus Bundle. Yeah, I'll click okay. on that. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead and click on that one. Well... <laughs> Okay. Now, how much is this going to be? (laughs) That's a hot airbrush. (laughs) And it does does cost $748 American dollars. (laughs) And, uh, well, it's three in one. It is is a a real deal. It is a hot airbrush, limited edition Wii MIDI, compatible with 1300 plus Wii games. And uh, there's only one left in stock, but it, I do get free delivery. <laughs> that's that's good. From, Can you from play Jeff. Nintendo Dogs with this though? Uh, yeah, probably. With like the little brushing mini game, you know. Uh, uh, Jeff's Jeff's site is sick. It's sick. Damn, this is someone how is selling launder a, money, right? A hundred percent. This is a hundred percent how you launder money. It's like, all right, go on the Nintendo, go on the uh, Amazon store. The code that you're looking for is B zero zero A J Z N U U I. You type that in, and then the funds will be wired directly to my account. Um, <laughs> someone's charging nine hundred dollars for the red Wii that had uh, New Super Mario Brothers in it. What? Cool. That's that's wrong. Uh, I, I actually love, literally just I love scrolled past money. One of those. Money I love is the worst. Money is so fucking stupid. <laughs> all, all video games should be free after well after X amount of years or something. Yeah. You should there should be a law that forces you to release the source code. Um, if you're not doing anything with the game for like X amount of years, you, it should just have to come out. I'm sorry. Yeah, I agree. Uh, here's that exact red we on Shop Goodwill for sixteen dollars. Right. Oh, right. Um, sure. See? But is it? Um, this is gonna fucking consume my entire life now. <laughs> what shop goodwill? No, trying to find this fucking the, the, oh, box, the, oh, the, the GameCube Game box, box <laughs> that says come on a magical adventure with your friend Shigeru Miyamoto into Wait, a world of mystery. Well, because there are Twitter no pictures. There are no yet. pictures of the side of a GameCube box yeah, online. I, it's fu- it's impossible just to find. Twitter.com, if you are listening to this, go into your parents' closet and pick up the GameCube box that they probably still have. Um, and just take a picture Please, of all four sides you. of it and tweet it to I us. I will not know peace until I find this. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> can we talk about some other video game? Sure. Okay. Like what? I played, well, I'm gonna do that thing that's really annoying that uh, <laughs> urinalists do sometimes where uh, I say that I can, I've been playing a bunch of games that I can't talk oh, about. Nice. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, I guess I can say that I'm playing them, but I can't say much more than that. I finally started playing the Angry Video Game Nerd remaster. Hell yeah, finally. And um, the embargo on that's in a couple of weeks. And then I also started playing the game um, Cyberpunk, but it's, no, not Cyberpunk. <laughs> Run Guy. It, it, it run guy it ghost runner yeah it is cyberpunk but it's not capital c cyberpunk the game um anyway we'll talk more about those soon uh and i talked about hades oh i played all of the weird things that sega put out 
for their 60th anniversary. I checked out a few of those as well. Well, I played most of them, not all of them. They celebrated that by kind of logging into their network storage and like finding some mm-hmm. some broken exes and putting those on yeah. <laughs> okay one of them was that the other ones were just like really short things that they made okay um i didn't play all of them let me see so golden axed is the golden axe prototype that was made by sega australia and there was a whole thing about it because they released it as golden axed as like a joke about how the game had been axed um, and then there was like a whole bunch of, it was like, haha, this game's so buggy and dumb. Oh, okay, guys, have fun. And uh, it turns out that that prototype was made under like very difficult, horrible conditions yeah. that Aww. were like really shitty for the people who worked on it. And um, they were not contacted at all about Sega just kind of like dredging this up. And to be clear, it is like a prototype that was made in, I think, a week. Oh, God. Um, or maybe two weeks. Um, it's, it's a rough. 3D beat em up. It's rough, but it it's charming though. There's something it could have been something, you yeah, know? Yeah, you think so? Like I think so. You're a man with a sword and you walk around bopping like dudes on the head and you can <laughs> cut them in half if you charge up your hit. Um and uh Golden Axe is just one of those classic Sega properties and, and I think as we enter the post Sonic era of Sega, uh, it's something that they could look at bringing back. But um it's really rough. It's like one level. It's like 10 minutes long, five minutes long, really. Um, and they were like, have this, enjoy this. Um, it feels they like, made- this is total, this is conjecture, but it, it feels like Sega said, here are the things we're putting out, make them interesting to some PR people. Yeah. And uh, some someone in yeah. PR who was completely disconnected from the rest of this process came up with, with golden axed and... Yeah. Because it doesn't say Golden Axe in the game. When you load no, the game, it, it just was, says Golden Axe. It was going to be called Golden Axe Reborn. Gotcha. So, yeah, that yeah, was kind of weird. weird. Uh, Endless Zone is like, they were like, what if we made Fantasy Zone, but like the Endless Space Games? Huh. It's just a bad shoot 'em up Like, it's it looks really pretty, but the r- controls, it's just so unresponsive that it's like, also, I've never played any of the Endless games, so I don't really have any attachment to that world. I don't know if they, like... It was just weird. Streets of Kemirocha was probably the best, but even mm-hmm. that, you know, it, it was just, like, it's, like, a one level of Streets of Rage, and you play as uh, Kiryu or Majima or the guy from the new Yakuza, and... Uh, oh, is he the just, secret character? He's a secret character. You oh, just okay. unlock him by beating one round, Um so you the move yeah. the character movement in that game is so slow. It's so slow. Um, that also feels like a thing that they made in like a week, and they're like, "Hey, uh, put these guys take a take this Streets of Rage ROM and uh, just like change the sprites." Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of that actually on Steam Workshop. If you uh, if you've got the the Genesis Master Collection or whatever mm-hmm. that thing is called on Steam. Uh, it, it has Steam Workshop support and Streets of Rage 2, if you go into the workshop for it, has a ton of sprite replacement mods that people have made oh, where huh. you can just like play Streets of Rage 2 as Diglett. Hell oh, yes. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it's it's really fun. It's a neat thing that they did. And like just nobody looks at it too close. Um, I hope I'm not blowing up their spot. But uh, There's tons of, yeah, but 
mods. Uh, there's like tons of stuff like that on Steam that they got the Nintendo fall guys. Other people in, don't take down. In yeah. fucking uh, uh, left for dead. Yeah, Legally, Pikachu's they can't everywhere. See. It's fine. It's. I feel like somehow that that escapes Nintendo's ire. Um, well, it's yeah. But I didn't play Armor of Heroes. I as best as I can tell, that's just combat. <laughs> but with graphics. Mm-hmm. You know combat, the most common Atari game of all time? It's yeah. that with graphics. Remember tanks? So it was weird. It's like a I don't know. Sega is like in a very strange place. Not a like I think they're probably doing fine, but I really feel like we are entering this world of like post Sonic, post like mascot Sega. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And um their business there is were, RTS games and Yakuza at this point. Yeah, yeah, and owning Atlas, I guess. Which right. is so um, weird because they like, just they just put out a movie with Sonic the Hedgehog in it, and it did really well. Yeah, yeah. It's the problem is people love the character. The problem is Sonic games are often not very fun because they don't know how to make them good. The best uh, Sonic game uh, in the last decade, one could argue, was not made by Sega. Yeah. Yep. What was that? Sonic Mania? Dreams Collection. Yeah. Oh, uh, also Sonic Dreams Collection. <laughs> that too. <laughs> but yeah, Sonic oh, yeah, Mania Sonic was Mania. was um. What's his guy? Christian. What's his name? Whitehead. Whitehead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I mean, there was a pre-Sonic Sega, and that was when they were just doing arcade stuff, and like some of their best games came out of that period, like Outrun. Um. I mean, like, Streets of Rage. Altered Beast. Altered Beast, Golden Axe. There's so much, like, iconic Sega stuff that just, like, no one really fucking knows about because in North America, at least, uh, Sonic just became so synonymous with Sega that they kind of abandoned all that stuff in the 90s. Uh, I think it's a little different in Europe and Japan where, Mm -hmm. like, Sega has much more of, like, a pedigree as, like, like people... I feel like Outrun is, like, much more known in, in Europe for some reason. Yeah. Uh, definitely much more known in Japan. But, uh... To Nobody see them sort of... Alex Kidd anymore. Uh, for, for good reason. Um, <laughs> he should stay dead. Alex Or Kidd what about dead. Kid Chameleon? Yeah, nobody remembers Kid Chameleon. Kid Chameleon sucks, that's why. Uh... It's just weird to see Sega like dredging these things up and being like, happy birthday, Sega. We made, a, here's a Golden Axe prototype for a game that's never coming out and mm-hmm. that probably wouldn't have been that great if it did. Um, here's the Streets of Rage one level with them. And like, these were all free, but it was like, who asked for any of these? Like, <laughs> who asked for it? And also, what does this have to do with like your anniversary? Right. Yeah. These are all things that what you're just like, I mean, I guess there was a new Streets of Rage game recently. Sure. Fantasy Zone, literally no one cares about. Yeah. Fantasy like, Zone wasn't good to begin with. Like, I don't yeah. think that first Fantasy Zone was very good. But like, oh, we made Relic make Armor of Heroes. We made Amplitude make Endless Zone. Like, okay. Cool. Um, what, I guess oh. you guys just make RTS games and Endless Space and stuff now, and that's fine. But it's weird that you would bring these back. It's just a bummer. Like it, it's so yeah. The it's like time, the amount of time that like this the current Sega is such a small part, like a small portion of Sega history. 
that yeah. for them to not the only thing that they did for this that felt like celebrating like 80 years of Sega or however much it's been 60, 60. years 60 years uh, was they made Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for free you <laughs> right. could get Sonic 2 on Steam for free uh, and if you rename that file you can actually play it. it's just the ROM you can play it in a Genesis emulator or burn it to a car <laughs> uh, Nights cool. is also free oh yeah Nights right was now. free too and like that that those two things that's interesting those are those sure. are important games from history Right, but like, like they could, they could, they could have just been like, "Hey, here is the Sega collect, like here's the Genesis collection for free or whatever." Yeah, right. for for twelve hours, here's the Genesis collection for free, or like here's here's the like that Genesis collection thing. You can buy it whole, or you can buy each game piecemeal. So right. like, put you know, give me Sonic and Vector Man, and the Genesis version of Virtua Fighter, and <laughs> oh my uh, god, give me the thirty two X version of Virtua Fighter. Mm-hmm. Was that the, was that thirty two X or was that Genesis? I don't remember. Uh, Virtua Fighter was on the thirty two X. It okay. might have also been on the Genesis, but they, it was definitely on the thirty two X. Okay, they may have done both. Uh, but yeah, it was just, it was weird. Um, that Streets of I played that Streets of Ra- Streets of Rage thing. It was fun to go through that one level, but then whenever I realized that it was just looping back around to that one level again, I was done with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was kind of a weird one, but um, happy birthday, you know, Sonic! Happy, happy birthday, birthday, happy birthday, Dreamcast! Happy birthday, Dreamcast! Happy Easter, Dreamcast! <laughs> happy Easter! <laughs> um, damn. Well, unless anybody's got anything else, I think we should wrap. I think I picked out my two movies for the Criterion sale. Oh yeah, what, what are those? Oh yeah, so I'm we... gonna. I think I'm gonna get Godzilla and Houseu. Oh, good, mm. good, good, good. What's this sale? Uh, Criterion 20, uh, 50% off in stock discs. Oh. To celebrate Dreamcast's birthday. To yeah, celebrate, celebrate the Dreamcast's birthday. Why isn't um, there a Criterion collection for gamers? There is. It's called the Xbox well, Games. It's Pass. called I Am 8 It's called We what, all kind of had different different jokes for that. Yeah, yeah we did. It was. That's good. Oh, no, that's that's a beauty of comedy, isn't it? Um, yeah, you tell three it jokes means something different to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> and you can really kind of experience the beauty of comedy by following us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media. Um, there's a Twitter account there, and uh, we're copywritten, we're trademarked now. So if you try to steal anything, I guess we do. We can sue you into the ground. Is that just that like right? Weird Al? Much yeah. like Weird Al. We will see you. We'll see you. Um, Merritt, where can people find you on Twitter.com? I am on Twitter.com at Merritt K. Uh, Danielle, where can people find you? Oh, I'm on Twitter at Danielle R.I. Jordan, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter at Jordan underscore Mallory, and you can listen to my mixtape at LilJordo.com. Yeah, you can. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Godsewa, G-O-D-S-E-W-A. Please check out all of our amazing podcasts on the Fanbyte Podcast Network. Um, We've got The K-Hole, which is a good time. We've got uh, Best Camp of My Life, which is a good time. That new episode comes out this week, I think. Is that correct? Tomorrow 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 morning. Tomorrow from Wednesday for whenever you're listening to this. you love to see it is become you love to scream it. And we've got just so much fun stuff happening. 
Um, and even more stuff in the pipeline, question mark? Ooh. Oh, the pipeline's the pipeline's full to bursting. It's all we're all we're gonna drown in all the podcasts. Um, you can email the show, <laughs> which no one's done in a minute. But if you want to change that, podcasts or podcast at fanfight.com. Yeah, we um, registered both of them because we couldn't remember which one we were using. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now it's uh, both. So, but yeah, if you you can email us and know that like you'll have a pretty good chance of. You know, you'll know for sure that we see it because there's yeah. not a lot going on. In we that will at least read it. We can make that guarantee. Uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much. Um, Jordan, why don't you take us out this week? All right. All right, everybody, bring it in. <laughs> oh, it's a track. Oh, this is fun. This is fun. I like this. All right, here, here, uh, open the gate. Okay, all right. Uh, look, let me put, yeah. What do you think's okay, in the good. truck?